The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. It's the Cigar Authority After Show, and it's brought to you by Roma Craft Tobacco. Since 2010, Mike Rosales and Skip Martin have focused on the simple and time-honored task of combining quality tobacco, experienced craftsmen, and the right amount of time to bring you cigars worthy of the legacy of the centuries of premium cigar craftsmen that came before them. Whether you are revisiting the anti-prohibition era mindset of intemperance or getting in touch with your more primal side with a Cro-Magnon and Neanderthal, you are sure to find a blend in the Romacraft house of brands that fits the exact balance of flavor strength and body you are looking for in that moment when you're finally able to take a short break from the world to relax and enjoy a cigar the last thing you need is a complicated sales pitch simple yet substantial tobacco talent time roma craft tobacco the after show 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 all right the show 499 we just passed 499 and uh how come we don't count the after show in the count it's it's a different show. It's the it's after different, show. It's a different podcast under the Cigar Authority umbrella. Are we not still the Cigar Authority? It is the Cigar Authority after show, but no, it's a different show altogether. All right. That's the idea of it. We didn't want it, but that's where Skip Martin wanted us to stay extra, stay after school. So that's what we're doing. And if you listen to Saturday's show, we had Pamela Barron come on at the last second um, coming on for the classic three-way, and um, she's still here. She's still here. <laughs> the guest that would not leave. <laughs> wow, no, that's nice. it. I'm leaving now. It's we- nice that you have that title because I used to have it. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's because I'm sitting we- in your chair. We yeah. asked her to stay on because we said, "What can we talk about on the after show?" And um, we, I, I think, a long time ago, we had a girl on the show. Um, we had interviewed somebody that got mad. When someone asked, are you picking up cigars for your dad or your husband? That was another one. And she but ended up being In the mad. Seabrook store. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasmine. Jasmine. We had her on. Uh, and uh, actually, that show is one of the biggest list, um, viewed shows ever. It was actually taken, and that segment by itself is out there with hundreds of thousands of views, if you end up finding that. But that's seeing a girl smoke a cigar or whatever whatever that's all about. Um, so that's a question to ask you. So how long have you been smoking cigars? How long have I been smoking cigars? Oh, it's probably going on about 15 years. Wow. I say. And I'll tell you, you're a real cigar smoker. You're Thank not, you. So, and, and how I say that is somebody that goes in and smokes quote, girly cigar or a flavored cigar or a little teeny cigar once in a while because this is what the guys are doing and I'll smoke a cigar with you. Uh, you're smoking a cigar, so I'll smoke a cigar. You smoke a cigar all by yourself. It doesn't matter. You come in and you get cigars and you buy a box of cigars at a time as opposed to let me grab a cigar. You legitimately I have are a cigar. a car humidor. Yeah. Yep. Car you, humidor. I have a car humidor. I've got a lighter I can use in the car during the winter, summer. So as you started doing it, well, what's was, your, what, what was your first cigar? That's that's the that's the start of the beginning. I think my first cigar was a Cohiba in the Dominican. I think this came up on one of the other shows when you guys were talking about what your first cigar was. And you went it your first time you go into a cigar store by yourself, or you went in 
with a guy and said, okay, I'll get a cigar too? Um, the first time I went into a cigar shop was in the Dominican, actually. Okay. Um, so I was traveling with a friend, and we both went in together, but I went in because I wanted the cigar. Yeah. Not because he wanted the cigar. Okay. And yeah, way to be sexist, Dave. And you lit it up. No, because it's the it's a thought. Being being in retail all these years, I've seen mostly. The, the, you're a rare find. Let me tell you. We call oh, you a oh, unicorn. That, Thank you. There's the you know, and that goes for even cigar smokers. Most cigar smokers smoke a cigar now and then, and then the hardcore people, the people listen to a cigar podcast, and uh, they're hardcore. You're hardcore. You smoke everything, and. When you go into, later on, you come to the United States, you say, I like cigar smoking, I'm going to buy cigars. At the beginning of it, you go in, and did somebody approach you differently? Oh, were you buying cigars for somebody else? Or they take you legit that you came in to really buy cigars for yourself? Because I got myself in big trouble over this. I don't tend to notice those things, because if somebody says something like that, I tend to flip it back on them. Yeah. So it, it didn't stick with me if it happened. Didn't bother you. It doesn't matter what they no. say. No. You're coming in to get what you're coming in to get, and that's it. Yeah. And then would you get your cigars and leave, or you become one of the guys and sit down in the lounge? and? Initially, I got my cigars and left. I would come in. I might buy a box. I might buy a few different ones. Um, and then I kind of, as I started continuing to come in, I would, you know, buy a box for a rotation. I'd switch it out. I'd also still buy a few singles just so that I could try some different things and switch up the flavor palette. So how about your girlfriends and stuff? And they see you smoking cigars, you're doing, they say, what are you doing? What's this all about? Oh, ugh, I hate it or whatever. No, my my girlfriends are kind of more like, yeah, only you. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, I, I mean, I consider Pam a friend. She comes in, she'll hang out, smoke a cigar sure. with us just like one of the guys. I mean, proficient with the dick and fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> she can absolutely hang. She can dish it out as well as she can take it. Yeah. I mean, really, truly a gem, I think, in the cigar world. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Having absolutely. a woman that is that is willing to light up and 34 like years that. I've been doing this with different stores, and it is far and few between. And when we, when, when we started doing cigar dinners and stuff, I used to call them gentlemen cigar dinners. Okay. Because it was only guys. Yeah. And I got in trouble from there, from somebody in the cigarette industry that came to me and, you know, said, what do you mean? You're letting us in? And I said, no, it's a gentleman's cigar dinner and stuff. And I don't want to do that and, and make people feel funny and all that stuff. I never hired a woman ever up until six years ago. Jessica becomes my first. And I'm kind of understanding now. I'm breaking out of this. It's only guys. This is it. And it, it was nothing evil about it, but I just thought no, that that's but the way in, it was. In fairness, right, you look at the, the people that come in here. Yeah. It's predominantly guys. I mean, you know, we call a spade a spade. Yeah. Your dinners, it's predominantly guys. And the and the girls that show up is is the the girlfriend or the wife of Typically. The, the guy that's the smoker. And the girl that comes by herself is you. Is very, very there's a, only a handful, I'm telling you, of this, and we have tens of thousands of customers over the years. And how great would that be if girls took to it because it would be another 50% of our business could grow. Right. 
uh, I, I brought it up to Robert Wright that not only was it a male-dominant thing, it was actually a middle-aged white guy type of thing. And now we're seeing African Americans and, and Hispanics and stuff taking to it. And now we're seeing a little more of the women doing it, and it's a beautiful thing. But one of the things we talk about at our cigar tastings is that typically women are, don't like it because it's an overpowering aroma in flavor of a cigar, and a woman can taste so much stronger. It's a 22% swing on the top and bottom of the spectrum. They typically don't like spicy and hot foods, because, and guys do, and a woman doesn't because it's too overpowering for them. Um, I don't know if this is at all true, but this is some things that we read over the years. You know, if you're talking uh, spicy hot buffalo wings or something, and there's a contest going on, it's all guys. Where's the girls eating the hot spicy sure. bubbly? It's there's too, it's there's a few of them out there. Yeah. But, I mean, you've got cigars that kind of span all kinds of flavor profiles. I mean, when I first started buying cigars regularly, I was probably sticking to Cohibas. I'd try some other things, and yeah, some stuff I'd like, some stuff I wouldn't. I would typically go to um, some of the flavor-infused cigars, yeah. like, you know, the... Java's Were you ever a cigarette like smoker? Never. No? Nope. See, that's another thing. Wow. Nope. Uh, Barry, you lucked out also. Yeah, I met my wife in a cigar bar. Yeah. She was smoking a cigar and drinking Jack. And <laughs> you, said, you said, here you go. Jackpot. I, I found my mate. <laughs> Absolutely, because the, 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 the thing to be able to share a cigar with your wife and um, girlfriend or whatever it is that now it's because typically it's the guys are hanging out. Okay. We're going to smoke cigars. And, but does it happen to you with the girls? Come on, have a cigar with me. Have you, have you recruited any? No girls. No, I've not recruited any girls to have a cigar with me. We, we, I don't even think to even try like yeah. a couple puffs. No, we tried doing it two years in a row of having a girl's night. And we pulled it off once to maybe four girls or something showed when we did that. Right. Um, it, and just it just doesn't happen. It's different here in the Northeast because when I lived down in Miami, uh, it, it was like 70-30. You would go into a cigar shop playing dominoes. There would always be women there playing dominoes, smoking but, a cigar. But they're there with the boyfriend or husband, right? No, I mean, look at Berta Bravo, the Guayabara lady. She's a hardcore smoker. It, she's it, in the she's in the part, business, but it's part of that Cuban heritage thing. So I think in certain parts of the country, there are more but women cigar smokers. The Cubans, and I've been to Cuba five mm -hmm. times. The Cuban people don't even smoke cigars. They were cigarette smokers. They weren't smoking cigars. They were working in the factory, and it's the one thing but they can have for free if they wanted to. And they chose not to even smoke. They them. didn't have the money. It wasn't a lifestyle thing. You know, I noticed even in uh, Southeast in Tennessee. Um, you know, there's a cigar shop down there, and you go in there, they have a ladies' cigar club, and it's like 30 to 40 people large. So there, there are pockets of female cigar smokers, and it feels like it's a growing segment. Um, we don't see it here in New England. We don't. But I, I want to see it. it. I've seen it in other parts of the country. Do you, do you feel funny when you go into the cigar lounge and people are looking at you? And I, Have you ever been? She looks back. <laughs> Yeah, but still it happens. I mean, she can take care of herself. There's no doubt about it. As Jessica, you know, I, she, she was a customer that would come in and buy cigars uh, before she started working for us. And um, I think initially I did feel awkward, but I think that's kind of going into 
any environment that you're not familiar with, right? You're kind of more taking in your surroundings than anything. And, you know, it's more comfortable to kind of just go in, go out and yeah. kind of see see what's going on sort of thing. Even when we had, uh, before we moved to this store in Salem, New Hampshire, we had a store across the street and you'd walk in to the lounge, basically. You'd have to walk through these people into the store. We moved across the street. We moved the lounge, coincidentally, to the other side and people came in and said oh it's so much better i used to walk in and everybody would look at me and this was even guys would say it but especially the wives that were coming and buying cigars for people and said oh they'd be looking at me when i walked through the door and it was very uncomfortable and i i said i had no idea and at that point i was probably 15 years in the business and i'm like really a light bulb went off and i go people are uncomfortable coming in here and you don't you don't feel it or a little bit of... I, you know, I still get guys in the, the lounge that will look at me walking through, right? They don't know if I'm in here. Yeah. You know, with somebody with, else or... Yeah. You know, and then they see me go over to the locker and I get like, you know, you can see you get like another little like weird yeah, look. Yeah. Like she, she has a locker here and she just bought a whole box and it becomes hardcore at that point that... You're, you're somebody that has a lock. You're somebody that has, you're somebody that listens to a podcast about cigars. You're into cigars, which I am. Yeah, um, but I think you know it's some of it is an acquired taste. I mean, you never get a glass of wine for the first time and go, "Oh, this is awesome!" Right? You start off drinking the easier palate stuff, the fruitier spritz, stuff, spritz and, and yeah, whatever the case is, right? And then you you start exploring some other cigars and. Your palate changes, and you smoke more of those, and then you kind of get away from the lighter or fruitier yeah. flavored things. I'm starting to swing toward White Claw when it oh, comes to God. my liquor consumption. You're starting to swing towards White yeah, Claw? Yeah, because you can hydrate at the same time that you're drinking. You don't have to worry about going to get the that, glass of water. That's like Zima when I was a kid, right? It's the same. It's it exactly is. The yeah. same. It literally is. <laughs> it's exactly the same. I hear so such mention of it, and I actually see it in my refrigerator at home, and I'm like, oh, God. Do you hold your pinky out while you're... Obviously. At- okay. I poured in a flute. Sure. <laughs> I've got little Zima flutes. Zima flutes. Do you, do you drink that white claw thing? No. I mean, uh, yes, I have, but no, I don't stock them in the The interesting fridge. thing about that, and not that I drink it, I tasted it just to see what it tasted like, but um, that marketing that happened there was much like the limited edition cigar thing. It's not available. You can't get it. They ran out, all the stuff. And I watched as they do this, and I go, doesn't anybody see what's going on here? This has actually been done on purpose, which happens to a lot of cigar stuff. Are you a chaser of the hard, limited to get, can't get this thing? I wouldn't say I'm a chaser, but I do like the limited, hard to get, unique yeah. sorts of things. But I think that's just generally my personality anyway. Well, there is something to it, you know, something that you're going to you're going to save and have once in a while maybe on a special occasion. Could you do that with a regular box of stock padrone? Of course you could, but why would you? Cuz you can just get that anytime you want. Yeah. So you get something that's a little more hard to get. Okay, so what's your your rotation of cigars with type of thing? My, my rotation, uh Hammer and Sickle, um the traditional, the Hermitage, the Julius Caesar, um the Winston Churchill Late Hour is mm. um, one of my favorites. Yeah, the Padron Anniversary I, Cigars. I, you have the most epic picture that you posted on social media. <laughs> you, you're P- Pamela Barron on social media? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
It's a picture of her smoking a Padron Anniversario with George Padron using her Padron lighter, DuPont lighter, lighting her Padron cigar. I wish I had a picture like that. That's yeah. a classic. Really good. Yeah, that, that was, was really good. Um, and that's how hardcore you are. That was, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> that she has a $2,000 cigar lighter um, and meets these people and all that stuff. It's awesome. Coincidentally, you just walked into a store in the Dominican Republic, bought the Dominican cigar. I'm trying to learn something from whatever what happened the, to what you. What was the allure? Was there someone in your life that smoked cigars? That you Did you always like the aroma? Uh Growing up, my uncle smoked cigars, and I did, actually. Yeah. I always liked the aroma. Um, I had some guy family members around me that would smoke pipes, liked that smell as well, uh, found that I liked the cigar smell, never liked cigarette smell. Um, Same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I had an uncle that was smoking cigars. I used to buy my father cigars when I was a kid, and he said, I don't smoke cigars, and he smoked cigarettes. I said, I hate cigarettes and I love cigars and I was six seven years old by the way buying cigars because nobody cared in those days um, and always was attracted to it and and actually so put off with the smell of cigarettes still to this day yeah put off to it they're not the same thing it's a different animal no and that's how I started smoking I started with cigarettes and then I went into cigars and never looked back yeah so yeah, yeah. I never liked the smell of them um, you know what's funny though is I do find surprisingly a lot of women if they do see me smoking a cigar will say to me boy i love the smell of a cigar and that i think is pretty interesting if you like the smell of it, it tastes even you better. gotta give it a try yeah it tastes even better unlike how i feel about pipes i like people smoking pipes i like what it smells like depending on the pipe tobacco when they get that medicine-y smelling pipe tobacco i actually hate it but regular pipe tobacco or an aromatic pipe tobacco smells great tastes terrible doesn't taste like it smells. Right. When it comes to a cigar, it smells fantastic. It tastes even better than it than it smells. So that's the difference there. I think that. Yeah, happens. I've tried pipe smoking and I didn't like the taste. Yeah, it was just bitter, plastic right? bit in your mouth too. Yeah. It's that taste of that grinding on it. Yeah, if your teeth. Yeah, yeah. So we we got to work on the women out there. Um, we had a almost zero percent. What was the number on? Asking people if they were male or female on our uh, uh, we didn't ask gender. Survey. I thought we did. No, we didn't ask gender. Oh, we'll have to oh. do that next year. Okay. But I remember you were surprised when the Google Analytics showed that 10% of our listenership were women. Yes, but I think that it, the account might be under the wife's name. Yeah, a guy name. logged in with his wife's account. Right. Or- yeah, it's what I'm guessing because I do not believe 10%. It's certainly not the case when it comes to... Uh, happening in the store, ten percent. It's it's certainly less than one percent. We get a hundred people to come in that smoke a cigar in the store. Not even one of them is is a girl. Well, the one's Pamela. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you're mostly in the Nashua store. Is no, I'm mostly here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here's you're not- my girl. All right. All right. Well, that's it for episode. No episode. Four ninety nine and a half. <laughs> and four ninety nine. But next week. 500 episodes we've been doing. How long have you been following us? How long? Oh, my goodness. No idea. I really have no yeah. idea. Too long? <laughs> it's 
it's been a long probably. time. It's, it's, all, it's probably all, too long. It's almost 10 years, but I'm looking forward to next week. And we got some special guests coming on on Saturday. It's episode 500. And we're going to go uh, a little uh, old school. Mr. Jonathan's not going to be there. We'll be talking about him behind his back, but he'll be listening. And uh, on to episode 501 after that. And who knows after that. But you've been listening to The After Show. Don't miss it next week. Episode 500. We'll see you next time. Put the lid end in your mouth. You'll like how it tastes. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.